Father, I thank you for this word, Lord. Father, I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation, God, and the knowledge of you, Lord. Let the knowledge of you, Father God, come forth. Father God, let us not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the sleight of man's hand, but by the unction of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Let us see things the way you see them, God. Father, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. We ask you to show us your heart, God. Show us your way. Show us your word, Lord. Show us the meaning of it all, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the blood. We thank you for the cross, Lord. We thank you for the truth. We thank you for your boldness, God. We thank you for the miracle signs and wonders and all the things that are going to follow your word, Lord. And we thank you that you're setting our hearts in order, God, our houses in order, your church in order, everything aligned to your perfect will, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today's message is called Gone with the Wind. And I didn't just get this this last week or anything. I showed Shatira. It was like July 7th, was it? God started, because I have a, I text myself notes when I'm doing things and God's starting to speak to me. And then I get the scriptures after that. So I've been pondering on this one, getting little notes here and there on it, but this has been um, brewing in my spirit for, for a few weeks. And I'm actually starting to get the message for the trip coming as well. It's called Gone with the Wind. Ephesians 4. Therefore I, a prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of your vocation where you are called, with all lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Therefore, one body... One spirit, even as we are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father, Father of us all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto everyone is given the grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he said, He ascended upon high and led captivity captive, and gave gifts unto men. Now he ascended, what he, it is, but that he descended first into the lower parts of the earth, that he that descended in the same, also he ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some, to be apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and teach and some teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith, and the acknowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ, that... We henceforth no more be children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men, by the cunning and craftiness wherewith they lie and wait to deceive. He's talking to the church about what is going to be happening in the church, and that's why God. Um, gave gifts to the church, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, to protect the church, to raise the church up, to show the church the way, 
working together. And God's raising up apostolic ministries where all those gifts will be in leadership and full force. And we also, then we have the nine gifts of the Spirit. And see, those are for everyone in the body to help and edify the body. So the gifts of healing, even miracles, um, uh, gift of faith, the, you know, the nine gifts, the, um, and tongues, um, prophecy. But they're not gifts to the body, they're gifts in the body. See the difference? These are, there's a measure of grace upon these five gifts and the apostle and then the gifts are in the body, in the church. So if a gift, if you have a gift of healing and then you go out of the body and you want to build your own name, you're not edifying the body, you're building your own. You're not submitted to that. The gift always be, God said He give the gifts and callings without repentance. But we need to see fruit. We need to see character. And we need to see love and, 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 and submission to the Holy Spirit. Because there's doctrines that can come in. You can have a gift of healing, but you can be in a, in a wrong doctrine. doesn't mean the gift's going to stop. There's people that get off track all over, and that's why God has the... Um, the, the and then we, one of the gifts is discernment. But these... Fivefold ministers moving all the gifts all the time whenever God wills because it says that the nine gifts, and we're not talking about gifts today, but the nine gifts, we're talking about doctrines. The nine gifts are the are the Holy Spirit. It's all Him. It's just what He's given you. So really, it's you're just borrowing it. It's a it's 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 to edify the body of Christ, and those gifts are to help people. Um, get to the to the cross to get to the other side and to help the body to stay together and to to push back. And the other ascension gifts are off. I don't want to say offices because you can have more than one, but they're gifts. It's Christ. It's it's a gift given to the body. So you have to receive from it. Now, the you everyone can operate in the nine gifts of the Spirit, but there's still not going to be a gift to the body. In other words, they'll be doing their other things and they can move in that gift in the grocery store, out on outreach. And they can they can pursue all of them, but it says covet the best gifts, which is to prophesy. Because if you prophesy, you'll speak to people things that, of the future and you'll give, and then one of them is word of knowledge. You can tell someone a word of knowledge. All these things are to get people saved. And then when they're in the church and already saved, it's to help the body. And then the other ones instruct the church to grow up and protect the church so that Satan doesn't come in and they're not tossed to and fro by every, that's what he just said about the gifts, and not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. But we have people in the body going out on YouTube and everything, getting some knowledge or something, but they're not calling the fivefold ministry and they're giving gifts and stuff, but they're in error because they haven't been called or sent by God. So even if they teach the gift that they got, they're not called to teach it. They're just called to heal people. And that's, that's going on a lot too because God is a God of order. And there's protection and there's unity and there's safety in God's protection. And He gives grace according to the measure and the stature of the gift. So there's going to be things that um, 
fivefold ministries are going to face and everything that is going to be hard and God's going to give grace and patience and things to go by there. So there's even measures of get, of grace that God bestows. And He's doing this because it all comes together as we're all unified and you'll see Christ on the earth. And it says, do not, He's given these five ascension gifts so we're not carried about by every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning crafty where they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking truth in love may grow up in Him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. From the whole body, fitly joined together, compacted, every joint supplieth according to the effectual working of the measure of every part. Make it increase to the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify of the Lord, that henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walked in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, and he's talking to the church. Darkened or being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Remember the scripture says that we perish for lack of knowledge. Who being past feeling have given themselves unto lasciviousness and uncleanness and to greediness, but yet have not learned Christ. So we're supposed to learn Christ. Follow, mimic, imitate Christ. So my job if I, is to impart Christ, impart His character, impart His word, impart His truth, impart His ways. And all of us are growing into the stature. doesn't matter where we are or what we are in the body. We're all called to become like Christ. But the fivefold ministers are the ones that God has assigned and placed to protect and help the rest of the sheep grow. So there's a special grace on their life to do that. Everybody follow me? Yes. Amen. Now being times past, having given themselves into lasciviousness and uncleanness and greediness, but have not learned Christ. If there have heard of Him, you might be taught of Him that the truth is in Jesus. They put off concerning the former conversations of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. But be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So, fivefold ministers are here to help renew your mind. So you have the mind of Christ. How many know when we first got saved, we didn't walk out perfect? We had to, we had knowledge that we were different. We felt different. We knew we were different. But then it says that the washing of the water of the word starts to change our minds. And we are to think on things above. And that Paul said that to get this mind in you that is also in Christ Jesus, it's all an action thing. It's not a, we, we, are, we are washed clean from sin, but we have to abstain ourselves from it or we can entangle ourselves in it. So just like we have to meditate on the Word of God, we have to strengthen ourselves in the Word of God and we need to stand in the Word of God and let us become one with the Word of God, that the Word of God is in us and, and that's all that comes out. And then our minds are secure. And then our discernment starts to grow and all the things start to happen. But we need to trust Christ. And we need to trust the Holy Spirit. Because it's ultimately the Holy Spirit. And if, it is the, if it's a man without the Holy Spirit, it's just going to bring you confusion. And there's a lot of that because it sounds like it's, it's God. It sounds like the Word, but it's off over here and it's off over there. Because it's not grounded in the uh, foundation of the apostles and the prophets in the Word of God. It has, we have to stick with the Word of God. Then we have, we have 
Nephilim doctrine now. We have this. There's on YouTube. I mean, you can go out and people send me stuff all the time. I don't even listen to it. And all these stuff that has a little Christ, a little scripture in it. But it's basically man's revelation of what they thought the Bible is about. What God's telling us these last days, we need to just stick to the gospel. To the gospel. Make life easy. Why are we in it? What is the... See, man always craves knowledge. They seek after knowledge. The world does it, and if we do it in, in the church, all we're doing is seeking after something. We don't need knowledge. We need revelation. God, we need to, God wants to reveal Christ's heart to us, His, His demeanor, the way He is, and unfold the layers. And everything in this is to, to transform us into the image of Christ and reveal Christ. There's revelation and there's information. There's knowledge, and there's knowledge of Christ, and then there's knowledge of Scripture and doctrine. There's a big difference between knowledge and theolo- theologians. You know, everyone says, be careful, because they, they know so much that they also get you confused. We have people now preaching Israel. We have pr- people preaching um, things over here. We have people preaching Jewish roots. We have all these things, but God commands us to... S- Preach the gospel only. And that's what the problem is. And let me show you in the Word. Because I must obey Him, or else the enemy will deceive me. Put off the formal con. Put on the new man, which is after God, created in the righteousness and truth and holiness. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking truth to your neighbor. For we are all members one of another. Be Yea, angry, and sin not. Let not your sun go down upon your wrath. Neither, neither give place to the devil. Let him that steals, stole, steal no more. So it's, the gospel is all about changing our old man into the new man. It's, I mean, God will reveal Himself in intimacy with Him. In the Word sometimes, but mostly in your relationship with Him by obeying Him. He says he tells his secrets to his friends. He said, who are my friends or who is my brothers and sisters? Those that obey me. So we need, if we learn just to obey him, automatically we, he begins to unfold revelations of him in a secret place in our heart. Working with his hands the things which is good that we may have to give to him that need it. Let no man corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good and used of the edifying that we may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, where you are sealed unto the day of rejection. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away with all malice. That we be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as Christ forgave us. Ephesians 2, 17-22 it says, And came preached, Peace unto you were afar off, and to them... That were not. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. And we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. That was the doctrine that we have. Jesus Christ being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building fitly joined together. Groweth into a holy temple of the Lord. How many say that? Jesus says, build upon the rock. The foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus being the chief cornerstone. So, we got to build our house upon that. 
And if we build it upon Israel, if we build it upon, um, you know, giants and any kind of things taken out of the Word, we're, we will get off. We have to build it upon the Word of God. We can't build it upon a gift. We can't build it upon a revelation. We build it upon the Word of God. And whom you also are built together in the habitation of God through the Spirit. In 2 Timothy 4, 1-11, this is what Paul is speaking to Timothy now, because there's nothing new under the sun. Whatever they were facing 2,000 years ago, it, the spirits are in the, in the earth, everything, everything's the same. It's just a little bit sneakier now, and less... Um, enemy can hide really well now, more than he could back then. I charge thee before God. He's saying, I charge thee. He's, he's saying, Timothy. He got a letter from Timothy. We don't know what Timothy wrote him because it's not there. But obviously, Timothy had a lot of questions. And Timothy was wondering, a lot of stuff was going on. And this is what Paul said to him. Wherefore God of the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and dead in the appearing of His kingdom? Preach the word. That's what he told Timothy. People were probably coming in and, 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 and trying to do other things. And Timothy was not right in his spirit with it. He, he said, Timothy, preach the Word. The Word. Yeah. The Word. The, the, the Word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove. Rebuke. Exhort. With all longsuffering and doctrine. This doctrine, not a revelation, not Israel. Come on, this is serious because so many people have they, they they get they get out with all these things, and they get away from this doctrine that renews our minds, sets us apart, and separates us from the world. Because this doctrine will separate your mind, your heart, and your your flesh unto God, and we need to continuously be preaching the word. People all the time. I mean, I can show you on there. I'm not trying to talk about sisters. Man, I just like you because you preach the word. And a guy drove by and said about there's no truth out there. I mean, every, even the word. I mean, it's so odd. And there's a famine in the land. I talked about it, and it's all right here. It's so much easier just to preach the word. And I don't know why people don't want to just preach the word because it'll almost preach for you and just let God move and power. And people come says. You, and, and all the time saying that stuff says, one thing I like about you, you stick to the Scriptures. You know, that's great to hear that. And, and that's what people say, you know, like this and this, this person was about, and they, I hear stuff all the time. And, and they always come back and say, but this is what we like, because you preach the Word. Some people don't like that. Some people would rather me preach something else. But you know, who is moving them to say that? It isn't the Holy Spirit, because... He said, Timothy, preach the word. Rebuke, reprove. The fivefold ministers have that right to do that. We don't have a right to rebuking everybody. That are, that's not our job. And people are doing that all over Facebook. People that, knowing that we don't even know who they are. This, it, it, it's a mess, but God's setting the house in order. The whole church in order. And He's going to reveal these things because it's about the word. We need to get back planted in the word. He said, Reprove, rebuke with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Well, do you think that time might be now? Or when is he coming back? The time will come. 
And he was already having problems then. And this is like 2,000 years later. The time will come. He's talking to people in the church. They will not want to hear the doctrine that I'm giving you, Timothy. They won't want to hear the epistles of uh, um, the epistles that I've given you, the corrections by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And they won't even preach the stuff that Jesus said about forsaking all, hating the world, love, love uh, God more than your life. And all this, they'll start preaching other things. Beware of that time. For that time will come that will not, they will not endure it. What does endure mean? Receive it? What does the word endure mean? They won't apply it. The time will come when they won't, endure, they won't want to hear sound doctrine. But after their own lust, they will heap to themselves teachers. Having itchy ears. Them having the itchy ears. They will see teachers that, in other words, they'll find somebody that's going to tell them a doctrine that they want to hear. We have it all over in Grace Church. And then we also have where he's going to get in here where it talks about where the ministers start doing other things because they want it to please the people. Right. But God's only going to back the doctrine of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what he's raising up messengers to preach the doctrine. Not to preach philosophy. Not to preach... Our own, uh, what we feel, or or just one part and have this uh, one little message all the time. That's great, but leave it in your church. Back the, the, the gospel. Come up and give that little edification. Don't build your whole ministry on one little revelation of fear. And go out and write your book and go travel the world. And the apostles and the teachers will preach that stuff. Because it's it, it all, it's, we're not called to run around... And be our own, our, a long ranger. We're called to be submitted into the household of God. For the time will come when they will not endure it. Sound doctrine. They'll heap to themselves their own teachers, having itchy ears. And these aren't new age teachers. These aren't te- these are teachers in the church. And they will turn away their ears. So they'll turn away from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Have you ever heard someone preach? Or an hour, and then they throw one scripture in. And they talk about the Old Testament, or, or even David and Goliath, but it's more about their life, and it doesn't really, and it's good, but it's it's not sound doctrine. It's got a lot of stuff added in there. Well, God's not happy with that. He doesn't want that. And Paul was warning us about that. We need to know. Turn to fables, fairy tales. These are, um, fairy tales are lies. Fables are lies. Turn it into lies. So if we stick to the sound doctrine, we can't lie. Be watch, he said. But watch in all things. Endure afflictions. Say, because you're going to be afflicted for, for, for carrying the truth. Satan's going to attack you whenever he can, through whoever he can, whenever he can, because he wants to stop sound doctrine. And when we stand in sound doctrine, you're our a target for the devil. He said, do the work of an evangelist because you keep sound doctrine and evangelize people to Christ. Not to you, not to your ministry, not to anything but Him. Make full proof of that ministry. For I am now ready and to be offered. So Paul's ready to part. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. That has to be our, what we are saying when we're about to die. Whatever we're called to do, whatever level, we got to say, I've kept the faith. I've stayed on course. I didn't get off on some crazy doctrine. I preached the gospel every time 
right from the Word of God. Now we have it laid out for us. For it is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord of righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but to them also that love His appearing. That's what we need to love, His appearing. Watch for His appearing. Do thy diligence, because I come quickly. For Demas, Demas has forsaken me. Paul got forsaken. He loved this present world. People are going to be in the church and they're going to love the world. It's going to happen. They're not going to want to have sound doctrine. They're not going to want to stay on the narrow way. They're going to try to corrupt you to say, hey, you know what, we can have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But he said, Paul said, no, I'm going to stick on the narrow way. Jesus said, wide is the way to destruction. Broad is the way, but narrow is the way. And the narrow way is the sound doctrine. He said, For the Lord, the righteous judge, shall judge and give him in that day. And not only me, but unto them all that love is appearing. Do thy diligence come to Matt. He has loved this present world and departed unto Thessalonica and to Cretans and Galatia. Titus unto Dalmatia. And Luke is with me. So the one guy took off on his own. He sent the other ones out. And he said, Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. So we know Jesus is the Word. So if you have, I'll share with some of that. There's, there's a room here, and there's a room here. And we have little children, and daddy's preaching, or daddy's raising them up, but he says, Little children. Um, this room is full of Reese's candy, Snickers, pretzels, Doritos, pizza. And over here, you have um, vitamins, you have um, spinach, you have carrots, you have um, good, healthy, low-fat meat, fish, all those good things. And you say, you know what, kids? You just go eat whatever you want, whenever you want. All the kids are going to run over here, all the colors, all the things, and they're going to get sick. And... And they'll probably keep doing it because it's an addictive thing. All the additives and preservatives and all the stuff that man puts in it will it draws people to those things. There's things put in that. And there's things put in the gospel that do the same thing. But a good father and our holy father will say, oh, no, no, no. Eat over here. This is what you need. All right, here's a little little snack if you need it. But here, you know, but he'll have over here some good solid dessert, you know. Maybe some angel food cake. You know, just a little fluff with some, you know, just with a little bit of sugar. You know, he's not trying to keep us from having a little of that, but it's, you know, fluffy, clean, and it's angel food. And it's good. You know, it's done to have all those preserved in it, and Dory will make it, and she won't put any crap in it. It'll be really good stuff. You know, after you eat all that stuff, after you're on, on the, you're, you're, you've gotten what you need to eat, Amen. Right? And that's what he expects his messengers to be doing and watching for. And it's not about control. It's about protection. But we need to trust God. He said, 1 Corinthians 2. Brother, I came unto you with not the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony. I'm telling you, God show me. I'm telling you, I don't want it, but all over in churches everywhere, there's so much mixture, so many different pe people must leave confused, under confusion, because there's different things being brought to them every day. It's one week, it's Nephilim's one week. They're preaching about 
America and, and the government. And the next week it's about Israel and the president. And then a prophet comes up and says, God wants to do this. And they're preaching about, uh, about the world. And then another guy comes up about this new doctrine that, you know, this new way of healing and this way of doing this or whatever. And every week they just get a little bit of this guy and a little bit of that guy and a little bit of this. But it's not. That's to be under the app that's to be checked out to be be under the word of god and be given if it's accurate by edification but we have everybody who wants to they have a little something and they just go and they want to get an itinerary and they run everywhere and they, and they prostitute for, for 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 offerings everything and they get off they 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 get away from the cross and it's about you know, people say, oh yeah, God's doing this because the little thing, and I, and I don't really want to get into it because it's so, I, God's showing me so much, but people need to trust God is showing people some things, and they do know some things, and things are not right, or we'd have a powerful church, yeah. we'd have a church so full of glory and light that people would come in and everywhere, it wouldn't be, but God's restoring it, and He's going to bring that back, and He's starting in the apostolic church. Amen. Rooted and grounded on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. First he said apostles, then prophets, and then teachers, and then miracles, and then gifts, and then uh, uh, order and governments and administrations. Not to, not to make the church like a business, to administrations of the gifts and, and, and eldership and, and protection. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, it's... Brother, when I came to you with ex I didn't come to you with excellent speech. I how many times I turn on God TV or do something. There's this whole show and the guy's so articulate, it's so good, it draws you in, you get communion, and he's gone through something that you've gone through, so of course you you connect to it, you know, because everyone has been attacked. Everyone's been that so they relate to your soul. And then they get a hold of your soul and then they draw you in. And then you think it's great because you think it's done something, but your spirit has been starved because it hasn't been sound doctrine. It's been another uh, band-aid or another cutting the fruit, but it hasn't uprooted. The apostolic will uproot. It'll take up and it'll, it'll just pull it all out little by little. And, and the hard heart, it'll keep. The Word of God is like a hammer. It'll keep hitting. That other soul stuff will just make you feel good for a minute, but it will not make any eternal change. So he said this, For I am determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ. Paul said that. The man that knew everything about the feast. The man that knew everything about the Jewish roots. He was a Jew. He said a Jew among all Jews. He said, I forget all those things, but I'm going to preach the cross. And yeah. preach separation from this carnal world. Because there's carnal Jews, he said, and there's carnal Gentiles, and we need to be pulled away from all this stuff that's been planted into our minds and our hearts and our soul by the world, yeah. and the Word of God will do it. So what was me if I start to bring all these things upon you? Make, he said, who is bewitching you? You left the simplicity of the cross of Jesus Christ. Because everybody we want, it's, it's just this. Well, it's just this. But this is, gets good and good, and this keeps us sane, keeps us grounded. And that's what's important. It's not what we know here. It's what we, what we keep here in our heart to keep us on the line with God. And he said, I didn't come to you with excellency of speech. That's who gets the big books and all that. The speakers, you know the guy. He's got 30,000 people because he's, he's a great speaker. God doesn't 
anoint apostle to be motivate you to get through your to motivate you around your sin or to, or to motivate you that you have grace enough to keep sinning to motivate you that we're all going to bad day. He's going to cut you off of it all to separate you unto holiness and to make you one and to let them till Christ be formed in you till we all come into the same stature and measure of the gift of God and to Christ that we read in Ephesians. That's what the Word is for. We're not here to be entertained. We're here to be taught, cleaned, groomed, cut off. He said, my word is a sword. We have a bunch of people with these nice butter knives rubbing it on our flesh and and making us feel good when God doesn't want us to feel good. He wants us free. 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 And people are fighting their freedom. And I, and, and I was with you in weakness and in fear, with much trembling. He talked about Christ. He said, I'm t- doing this with the fear of the Lord I'm giving this. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. See, that's the problem. They take some scripture, but they put all this man's wisdom in it. And it sounds so good, but at the end of the day... You really don't know what they're talking about. So you got to dig some more and some more. And now you're so far away from the Word. Happens all the time. It's the work of the enemy. That's right. Was not enticing words of men. I want to be like Paul and Jesus. I don't want to be like the guy that's got a thousand million hits on YouTube and you don't even know what he's saying. Who cares? If it's not lined up with precept upon precept, line upon line, run. It doesn't matter. This is what's going to sustain you. This word right here. And my speech is not preaching with not enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit of power. And how many know that God said that false prophets and false teachers will rise up and they will do false signs and wonders? How do you know that it's real? If it's this doctrine... And then the signs and wonders come, then you know it's God. You don't need discernment, really. What are they preaching? What are they pointing to? Their ministry, their self, their revelation, their visitation of an angel? Or are they preaching the gospel and uh, evangelizing people unto Jesus, not unto themselves? Then you know. That's how you test the spirits. Then you can question them. Well, yeah, he's preaching all this stuff, but they're healing people. Doesn't make it God. Satan will deceive you, and he has power. He has power. He doesn't have more power than God, but he has some power. And if you let him have power, if you let him deceive you, that's what this is for. And we need to keep hearing it. So we hear that. We already heard it. Well, obviously God thinks you need to hear it again. And there's so many people watching that don't even go to church, but they listen because they, 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 they know it's the truth, and it keeps them grounded. And my speech and preaching was not to entice you, but and with man's with it, but in demonstration of spirit and power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Mm-hmm. Our faith is in the power of God, not in man's teaching. My faith isn't in what some guy says, it's in the power of God. Yeah. How bit we speak wisdom among you then that are perfect, yet not wisdom of this world nor the princes of this world that come to naught. But I speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, 
which none of the princes of the world knew. For had they known it, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But it is written, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. That's one commandment right there. We need to love God. And He said if we love God, we'll love our neighbor. You can't say you love God and not love your neighbor. Then you're a liar and the love of God is not in you, according to the Scripture. So that's, if we, what are we worried about going off on that? We should be worried about loving one another. And if, if that's all we, we're trying to do till He comes back, then do it. Amen. Because God doesn't want to give us anymore if we haven't, uh, our foundation is not set. For God has revealed it in His Spirit, and for the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of a man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. How do you know that, brother? I just know it. You just know it and you'll stand you'll die for it. People say, I don't know that, but I, I wouldn't die for it. I think he's right. No, you need to know what you know that you know. And, and, and then you can boldly know it. And then you walk in faith in it. Amen. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Right. We need to know what's of God and what's not of God. Yeah. And if you don't, you need to you need to rest and and, 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 and hold on and, and, and let that be made flesh in you. Because yeah. there's so much stuff that's in that room, full of all that stuff that's not even it's all man-made. It's not God-made. All those things are man-made, right? Chocolate, candy, sugar, peanut, this, all that uh, preservatives, even those little veggie things that little likes and. Um, they look like vegetables, but all they are is made up ones. That's what that kind of doctrine, man stuff is. God is all natural. God created the animals. He created the vegetables and all that. He put it here. He put the Word, and He has His Word on the earth, but a lot of people don't like to eat that. No, none of us. No kids want to eat all that stuff. But God says this is what you need. Which teeth teach things also we speak not in the words of man's wisdom that teaches, but the Holy Holy Spirit teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can they know them, because they are not spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things. Yet himself is judged by no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that they may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So it says enticing. Right? Enticing words of man's wisdom. So what does enticing mean? To tempt. To manipulate. To attract. To appeal to your flesh, to your... To you, not your spirit, you see. To convince, to be gall, to coax, to woo, to court, to lead on, to sweet talk. Attractive, appealing, tempting, inviting, seductive, beguiling, charming, magnetic. That's what Satan's doing. Nobody just want to hear, I gotta die to that. I gotta pick up my cross every day. I gotta 
What do you mean? I got to love? I don't feel like loving today. I, I'm angry. And, you know, or you could just hear, you know what? We all get angry. Have your angry day. Lash it out. Or you want to hear the word of God that says, eat this and fight your flesh and let it be crucified in Christ. Amen. We're not in a game. This is, this is the end of the age. God is raising up messengers so we can stand, not, can have, it's not about having our own minister showcasing a gift. It's about standing in front of God. It's about the blood and the cross. It always has been and always will be. The blood and the cross. It's all about the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And without the cross, we can't make it. Galatians 1, 1-12. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ. And God the Father, who raised Him from the dead. Paul wasn't... God called him on his own. He didn't get some man to say, you're, um, you're this or that. No. He was, knew who he was and he walked in it. Even when the others thought he was nuts and, and ran from him, they finally saw the fruit and all that he was doing and they came together. It took like three and a half, four years. Paul was on his own totally. Started doing stuff by God. With all that stuff he had in the past, he just took that and submitted it to the cross. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for sins, that He might deliver us from the present evil world, according to the will of God of, and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. I marvel that you are soon removed from Him that has called you unto the grace of Christ unto another gospel." which is not another gospel, but there is to be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. So he says, you're not really called to another gospel. You're just being attracted to a perverted gospel. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you that... We have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said, so anyone that wants to pervert this gospel to make you like it better, to change it for their own sake, that they have their own agenda, to do it because they're building, they want to uh, draw people to them, they're going to be accursed. Because it's idolatry. It, it, it's a very weighty thing to be able to preach this gospel. And when we do... The easy thing, just stick to it. And what is what happened to that guy? That's how the whole Jehovah Witness thing got started. He had a visitation by some angel of light, pretended to be an angel of light, but it was Satan, tanning thing, and gave him all this stuff. And the Mormons, the same thing, and these people. But these are happening in the church as well. Deceptions doesn't stop outside the church. He's, it says seducing spirits creep in the church unaware. That means nobody even knows they came. Because they come through teachings. They come through people. They come through, oh, I had a visitation. It wasn't really God. Because no one's discerning in the Spirit. Everything's welcome. So God has apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the edifying of the body and for the protecting of the sheep. And they have the grace to do it. To whom the glory forever and ever. And He says this, 
that I marvel that you be soon removed from that which is called unto the grace of Christ the gospel, but through if an angel of heaven, I just said that anyway, I'm going to say it again, and preach any other gospel, let it be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that what I, Paul, in preaching, or what I, Shane, in preaching, he should not be the servant of Christ. That's heavy. We can't just pick a little part and add all of, all, all of our man stuff that we want in it. It's dangerous. God's going to judge that stuff. Because it's not God, the Holy Spirit will not be on it. There will be no weight on the Word. It won't do what it's caused to do. It might even be good. It might even help your flesh. But God says if you're going to preach, you're not here to motivate people's flesh or motivate people. We have that in the body. We have gifts of edification. But when you're here and the five full ministers say, so people are taking platforms that they were never ordained to take. And that's why they're, 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 things are getting messed up because everybody gets on there with their little thing they got and gives it. We're to give that to one another under the, the apostolic that to be checked by the whole body of Christ. Don't go start your own YouTube page and get all these people following. You can get in trouble. It better be God. For I do now persuade men or God, and I do seek to please men. For if I am here to please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. How many ministers are so into pleasing men? And that's not the Spirit of Christ. Paul didn't do it. Why do you think he had that one guy, he had all those problems? Because he was not going to bend. But I certify you, brother, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it by man, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. See right there, this is the key right there. Revelation, if the doctrine's not revealing Jesus, if it's revealing Israel, I'm sorry. If it's revealing uh, some kind of rapture thing, sorry. Preach the gospel. We'll be in line. Whatever's going to happen, we're going to know because we're, we're in line with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. If we get taken up, we're going to know. We're on the path. Yeah. It's going to only be the people on the narrow way that get taken up. Amen. All those other people are going to be left. I mean, looking at you. Just stay on the path. Don't worry about all that stuff. Worry about being in a relationship, having a spirit of prayer, having a spirit of, of um, uh, a supplication, and with all thanksgiving, making your requests be known unto God. Love one another. Encourage one another. But rebuke people sharply when they're getting off in the faith. Or else you're not really a brother. You just want to be a man pleaser. Yeah. I know he's doing that, but I just could That's not pleasing. That's not love. Right. We need to do that. God wants to make us all that way. He wants us all to be... He said, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you are. We are all called to watch one another. Yeah. Spiritual seduction. Are you part of a vision? Or are you part of an agenda? Because if, if you have an agenda, people come to church all the time with an agenda. They're there for different reasons. They're there because they want to... Get money off you. They're there because they just are lonely. They're there because... But if they're not there being part of a vision that God's been... And some churches haven't even been planted by God. And everybody's just there. Having a big old whatever. And it's not even ordained by God. First of all, it was a youth group. And everybody wants to turn everything into a church. I just said some of this yesterday. And a prayer... Now it's a prayer church that has... 
because we, we graft into wanting to control and do things our own way because of our man. But if we just stick to the vision, the heavenly vision, cast out demons, preach the gospel, preach the day of the Lord. That's what the messengers are doing. Preaching the gospel. Preaching the, this. And everybody's talking about, oh, God's going to end time messengers. He's got messengers right now. And it's the end times. Let's, let's go with it. John 1, 1 John 2, 26 These things I have written unto you concerning them that seduce you. See, it's, he's talking about warning them in the church. But the anointing, the anointing that you better have, which you have received of Him, abideth in you. Everybody said, in me. Amen. I have the anointing. What about the rest of you? I have the anointing. I have the anointing. Hallelujah. She's got it twice. <laughs> Double portion. Yeah, echo. Yay. I want it. I want it twice too. Amen. But as the same anointing teaches you all things. Don't trust in a man. Trust in the anointing in you. And if you don't know it, Seek Him. Rest. If you go looking for something, the Satan will show you something. And if you're really in the right standing with God, you'll have people around you that will help you that have an anointing. But you don't know who has an anointing unless you have an anointing. And your anointing's working right. Because the anointing will attract the anointing. I know who the remnant is right when I walk in a room. And I know who's a wolf. And I know who's playing games with God. Right when I walk in a room. Right. I don't judge them. I love them and I pray and God says they're going to change. But I know exactly what people are up to. Because it's the Holy Spirit in me. Right. He doesn't let me walk in a room and not know where the enemy is. He doesn't let me walk in a room and not know what's going on. Because right. I'm one with the Father. Jesus right. didn't go anywhere without knowing what was going on. That's right. But we love. He loved everybody. That's right. huh. There's nothing we should be lost in if we just submit to the Holy Spirit. So Satan wants to seduce us that we need something more all the time. That this is not good enough. It's not the gospel of Jesus Christ, the foundation of the rock, not good enough. enough. Eat His bread daily. That's all we need. And God will transform you. And you'll be doing more things than you ever thought. But until you have a right foundation, He will not give you anything. If you seek something, you'll get it. He said you'll get it. No ministry's got big time gifting. Fell into adultery, fell that, crashed, made a mockery of the church. Right. Let your character grow up with the gifts. First yeah. John 2, it says, And I receive him, abideth in you, not that any man teach you. He's not talking about um, fivefold ministry, because back then he said they're going to raise you up. But they're not, not to teach you, not a man. A man or religion teach you. Or any man. But the Holy Spirit, if it's connected, then it's not really man. It's God in that person speaking through to you. And it's real. This is the church, guys. This is the end time. I don't know what's on TV because I'm not going to... I don't have time. But I know God showed me there's a lot of stuff out there that He has not put a seal on. And it sounds good. It looks good. It smells like a sheep, but it's not. It smells like a prophet... But it's not. And until you know God close enough and you can trust and He'll give you, you'll know. 
You don't judge. Satan will take you out too. You start judging him. Just love him and bless him and pray for him. Amen. And he said, That no man teach you all things that lie that has taught you, that you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, you may have confidence. So this word, this doctrine will build our confidence in him. Not in man's wisdom, not in our doctrine. You could say, you know, you could quote scriptures all day long, and they're not, they're not part of your heart, or you're not walking them. And you can say, but God, I, know I can, I can uh, quote the whole New Testament. And you just say, well, yeah, so what? you got to hear. It didn't become flesh in you. First Timothy 4, I'm almost, well, one, two-thirds done. There's 11. Jeez, I'm on 8. Good. good, we're getting good. There's so much in here with this, I couldn't stop. I could I could have added like seven more. First Timothy 4. Now I speak expressingly that in the latter times, are we not there too? That uh, some shall depart from the faith. Perceive they will leave the church, or they will start churches. They will leave God and give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of man and devils. Speaking lies in hypocrisy having their, their conscience seared with a hot iron, making commit me, you know, eat this, drink this, do this, do that, has curated these things for Thanksgiving. Believe they know the truth. For every creature is good, nothing be refused. For if it be received with Thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. But I put you, brethren, in remembrance of these things. Shall be the good minister. So, we got to keep reminding each other that that could happen. But if we're preaching this, it won't happen. Because it's not happening because we're revealing it and the light comes and, and, and in the light there is no darkness. He said, For it is sanctified by the word. If you put to brother and remember these things, you shall be a good minister of Jesus Christ. I want to be a good minister of Jesus Christ. Me too. Nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine. Good doctrine. There could be bad doctrine. Good doctrine, where we have attained. Refuse old fables and lies and, you know, exercise himself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise, profit. I mean, they're doing that in the church now too. They got the whole, uh, on eating all the right food, exercising. Leave that, if, all, if you're called, if not, that's fine. Just go watch that, but don't preach the gospel with it and say that's the focus now. This is the focus the foundation what the apostles and prophets that has to always be the focus Jesus Christ yep. he said but, but godliness is profitable unto all things having promise of this life that is in and that which is to come this is a faithful saying and is worthy of all expectation for therefore we both labor and suffer and reproach because we trust in the living God so that we're going to be reproached we suffer reproach because of the truth Because we trust in the living God. We need to trust in the living God. For the Savior of all men, especially those that believe. These things I command. He didn't say it's just a good idea. He said, I command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou an example to the believers with word, conversation, love, spirit, faith, and purity. 
till I come in attendance and reading the exhortation to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, that was given to thee by the presbytery, which is the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Meditate there these things. Give thyself wholly to them, they are profiting to, that your profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto yourself, unto the doctrine, and continue in them. For in doing, thou shalt save thyself and then that hear it. We can't save people if we're preaching another doctrine. There's no power. God will not back it. He will not back it. Why say we pre- pre- preach God? Even you, you can be preaching. Uh, just say the cross and let God even back you and say, uh, talk about love and your testimony because you're a messenger and it'll fall because it'll come back with the cross and it'll be pointing to Jesus. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down and greet. He doesn't. He makes me. He makes me eat the good stuff. And if you don't want to eat it, He'll make you eventually. If you love Him. Yay! He leads me beside the dead waters. That's man's teachings. He leads me through that. Trust Him. He leads you by the still water. There's corrosion. If you go to a canal here, you don't want to drink that stuff. Gets algae, that. There's no life. It's not. He's called the rivers of living water. But sheep are considered dumb. And they, I mean, I'm not saying anybody in the flesh, but that's what they always say. They will, if the shepherd doesn't help them, not drink it, they'll drink it. Just like in the, then in the spiritual and in, in, in the church. We'll start eating things, so we need... Uh, people with a shepherd's heart that aren't about themselves or about anything else and to, hey, no, no, get the crook and then it goes away and then pull back or guide it past that, you know? And it's so much that that's not love when you break the sheep's leg. I mean, they would have really been mad at you about that. <laughs> you know, the the love church, oh, God, you broke your sheep's leg? Yeah, he keeps running off. He's going to go to hell. Let's break his leg and carry him back. But that loving shepherd carried him 10 miles in this, up and down a hill and mended his leg. You know, that's how God is supposed to be like. And you're saying, oh, God's not like that. Well, he said he's just like a shepherd. And if a sheep keeps going straight, he loves him so much, he breaks his leg. And But what kind of love is that? He said if, uh, in, in Proverbs 3, right? He chastens those that He loves. Be of good cheer if you get the chastening of the Lord. He restores my soul. He restores your soul. It's a promise if you let Him guide you. It's a process of restoration. That's what salvation is. Mind, body, and soul. He's going to restore your soul. Just trust Him. We want it done overnight. We need to trust Him. He knows what He's doing. Just trust Him. That's what he's saying. Trust Him. Trust Him. He's the great shepherd. Trust what He has. He's not going to make things happen before their time either. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. Yes, I walk in this earth. I walk sometimes in wrong doctrine. I walk in the shadow of death. But I will not fear the evil for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff comfort me. Thy prepared table in the presence of mine enemies. 
For thou anointest my head, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. If you stay in the Lord's shepherding. 1 Peter 4, 1-11. through 11. And it's funny that they say hirelings, they want the sheep because they want, you know, they want to sell the fur, they want to sell the meat, they want this, but if a wolf comes, they just take as many sheep as they can and they run because they don't want to fight the battle. But a shepherd will fight the wolf when the wolf comes. The shepherd will fight the false doctrines when they come. The shepherd will fight whatever's not right for the sake of, of the sheep. And God will fight for you. First Peter 4, 1-11 For as much as Christ has suffered for in the flesh, likewise, with the same mind, for we have all suffered in the flesh to cease from sin, that we be no longer should live and rest in the time in the flesh to the lust of it, of men, but to the will of God. For the time is past of our life that we may suffice us to rot the will of the Gentiles and walk in lasciviousness, the lust, excess of wine, revelings, means fightings, banquetings, abominable idolatries, wherein they think it is strange that we run not with them. People are doing that in the... I testify. They go to the church there, the family, and they send the kids sometimes. And I go over to bring... And they're jamming this secular heavy metal music right in the house. It just doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's a carnal Christian or we're a spiritual Christian. There's nothing in that that's going to satisfy my spirit. we got to start walking in the Spirit. Because those that are led by the Spirit of God, and I'm telling you, the Spirit of God is not having you put Led Zeppelin on for your 8-year-old kids to listen to. Something up with that. You're not really a believer. You're not really in the path. It's not right, but they could, they think they're Christians. And I mean, by name or whatever, they said a prayer, but there's no way they're going to make it out of being just not being deceived. We need this Word. And obviously, the fear of the Word of the Lord is not coming to them from that place, or they would start thinking about what they're listening to. And it's not my job, because I'm just their neighbor. And they know where we're at. They want to get the real truth, they'll come. I hope they don't listen to this. I'm going to not be a good neighbor anymore. I'm going to get my... Anyway. That'll be great though. I mean, I'll take the punches for it. Maybe they'll repent. Okay. For the time past, my life sufficient rot to the Gentiles. Okay, banquet or something. For we shall... Done, almost done. Relax. Think it strange that you don't run with them to their excess. Who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For this cause, the gospel, this gospel is preached, also to them that are dead, that then that might be judged according to the men in flesh, but living according to the God in the Spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. Be sober. And he was talking about that back then. And watch and pray. And above all things, have fervent clarity, no, fervent love among yourselves. For love shall cover a multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man has received the gift, 
even so minister the same one to another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak. The oracles of God. Not man's wisdom. Not man's teaching. Not revelation. Not even from a dream you got. It's a dream you'll release it. It should be to bring people closer to Christ. Let him speak the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God gives. And I would say under the unction of the Holy Spirit, that God in all things may be glorified. There's too many ministries getting glorified. There's too many men getting glorified. There's too many uh, revelations being glorified. There's too many gifts being glorified and they become famous and they, they get big and all of a sudden they're bigger than God. Go to people's Facebook pages to all the men and nothing about Jesus. Glorify through Jesus Christ to whom be praised dominion forever and ever. Amen. Religion loves to follow man and exalt man. And teachings, man's doctrines, but those that are of Christ. Oh, last scripture, Malachi 1. Behold, I will send my messenger. He shall prepare the way. That's what we do in the pulpit. Prepare the way of the Lord. He shall speak and suddenly shall come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant from you delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord. But who may abide at his coming? Who shall stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and a fuller's soap. He shall sit as a refiner of purifying of silver, and he shall purify the sons of God. He will purge them as gold and silver. In other words, the holy fire will burn it all out of you. Just stay in the fire that they may offer the Lord an offering of righteousness. How many know that we're called to be living sacrifices? That means we stay in the fire. We stay on the altar. We stay where the coals are burning till it's all flesh is burned away. That we can totally have no compromise, have no no distraction, have no uh, confusion. Sound mind, sound doctrine, and... Sound in faith. That's what we're called to do. That's where the peace, joy, and righteousness is. In the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is in you. It should be an offering of Judah and Jerusalem of pleasance to the Lord in the days of the former years. And I will come near unto you in judgment. And I will be swift witness against sorcerers, against adulterers, against false swears, against liars, against those that oppress their hireling Oppress the hireling of his wages, the widow and the fatherless, and turn aside the stranger from his right, and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. For I am the Lord, and I change not. So he didn't change in the New Testament. He's the same today, forever, yesterday, and he will always be the same. And we need to change to be like him. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're changing us. Into your image. We thank you for the word, Lord. We thank you for the apostolic messenger uh, doctrine, God, that will keep us grounded, will keep us in check for you 
And keep us in line, God. Keep us in the fold, God. That it's an apostolic fathering, God. That we be not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by every YouTube video, by every revelation that may be of God and may not be of God. And we can't figure it out because it's so confusing that we have to go to Bible school about 10 years just to figure it out. Probably not God. We don't have time for that. We need to know Christ and Him crucified and the power of His resurrection. And in that, all things will be made right. And in Him, we have our being. In Him, we move. And we, in Him, all things. And in Him, we, without Him, we can do nothing. That's what God's calling us to do. To be sound in faith, sound in doctrine, and sound in our relationships with one another. Amen. Go ahead and play the song. So Father, we thank You. We seal this Word. Father God, that nothing will stop us from preaching the Gospel. Every week it might sound like the same thing, but it's You, Jesus. You are the sword. You will cut off everything that's not of You, God. You will separate our soul from our spirit. You will separate the flesh from our spirit, God. You will separate everything that needs to be separated, that the only thing that remains is You. And those that worship You, We'll worship you, God, in spirit and in truth. Father, we pray for a boldness that your gospel go out throughout the land. And we pray that you back your word, God, with signs and wonders following. That we will preach Christ and Him crucified. And we will not give place to the devil. Father, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.